1: and we are underway.
2: Hello and a welcome to another episode of the Action Network podcast. I am your host Brandon Anderson here with Raheem Palmer picking off your Super Bowl week coverage. Here at the Action Network, we have got you covered from every angle. We got sides, totals, money lines. We got props. We got coin flips, Super Bowl squares, anything else you need. Articles, podcasts, videos. We got the whole gamut here at the Action Network. Make sure to download the app, check out the website, keep an eye on all the podcast feeds. We are going to -to wall-to-wall coverage for Super Bowl week here. So, of course, for today, as always, odds are from BetMGM, the official odds provider of the Action Network podcast. And Raheem, today we are kicking off our Super Bowl week with some of our best bets. We're going to do sides. We'll do the total. We'll do MVP right at the top. And we're going to get into our five best bets, all these props. You know, we love our props in the Super Bowl week. So we have got a full in-depth preview of the big game coming on the Action Network podcast later this week. But I always feel like it's important to, you know, set up the game script. Kind of talk about what we expect to come in a game like this before we dive into all the props. So we got to start at the top. Super Bowl 56, Cincinnati Bengals, Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are favored by four and a half at BetMGM, four at other books. I like the Rams. I think that the Rams are just the better team here. The Rams by DVOA in the season were better on offense. They're better on defense. They're better on special teams. And I think if you look at what we've seen in the playoffs so far, that really is borne out as well. The Rams played the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the 49ers. Three other very quality teams, teams that were really in the mix all season long, and they were the better team. They had a lot more yardage in most of those games. They really controlled things most of the way outside of some bad bounces and kind of weird game scripts that happened these last couple of weeks. But they were the better team and the deserving team in all three of those. If you look at the Bengals, I don't know that they're the deserving team that should be here. Credit that they're here. They overcame it. but. I thought the Titans were a little bit better and gave the game away and the Chiefs were much better and really gave that game away. So I just feel like the Rams are the better team. I especially dislike the matchup for the Bengals, their O-line against that Rams pass rush, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. We know we've talked about this a lot, Raheem. The Rams have the number one pass rush win rate on ESPN They are going to be in that Cincinnati backfield all game. And we saw just last year in the Super Bowl, the quarterback, as good as Joe Burrow has been, can't be the same guy when you don't have time. And I just feel like the Rams defense is the big difference maker here. A lot of my other props are going to get into that. So we'll come back to that. But I think the Rams are the better team. I think the Rams are the deserving favorite here and clear favorites. And the team that wins has usually covered this postseason. The team that wins usually wins and covers in Super Bowl history. If you look at the numbers, Stucky had a lot of good numbers on the Action Network podcast and on the favorites earlier this week. So I like the Rams. I will take them to win and cover. Who do you got?
0: Look, for my Super Bowl pick, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals plus four and a half. I like a money line. Before we break down the pick, the one thing I want to do is read off some Super Bowl trends Favorites have only gone 7-13 against the spread since the year 2000. Since 1990, favorites of 3.5 or more are just 7-13-2 against the spread. I know the underdog has only won 4 out of the 13 times in which they covered the spread, but I think the the Bengals are really live in this matchup. One of the reasons why is, you know, you're going to hear a lot of talk about Aaron Donald, Von Miller, this Rams pass rush, which is first at ESPN's pass rush win rate, going up against this Bengals offensive line, which has struggled to protect. But look, they won a playoff game in which they got sacked nine times. Do we really see a non-sack performance from Von Miller and Aaron Donald? I don't see it. I think the Bengals are going to get the ball out quick. And the Rams still have injuries to Jordan Fuller, Taylor Rapp. I think a 30-year-old... Eric Weddle, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be able to slow down this Bengals offense with Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and Tyler Board. I just think the Bengals are gonna be able to get the ball out quick. And when I look at these two teams, look, the Rams are just five and five versus playoff teams this year. Average margin of loss is just twelve point two points. The Bengals are seven and two against playoff teams this year, and both losses but were about three points in overtime. That was against the Packers. we all know. The Bengals kept missing field goals. And then the 49ers, and they lost by three in overtime. So I think the Bengals are going to be able to cover this game. I think the Bengals have just been, to me, the Bengals have been the better team all year. And I I, I think the Rams have been fortunate. They caught the, the Cardinals, the Buccaneers, teams with really, really banged up offensive lines. The Bengals' offensive line isn't the best, but they are healthy. And then the 49ers, they kind of pissed that game away. To me, the Bengals had the better resume. They beat the Titans healthy on the roll. They came back and beat the Chiefs. Look, the Chiefs were seen as unbeatable. So give me the Bengals in this matchup.
2: All right, let's look at the total. Right now, total is sitting at 48 and a half, has mostly been there for a while now, the last few days. I lean under here, and it comes back to that defense thing. The Bengals did not play a tough slate of defenses this year. And as much as they've come through in the clutch down the stretch when they had to in these playoff games, it's not the most explosive offense. It's an offense that struggled a bit when they did face a a tough defense. If you go by DVOA, on defensive ratings, the Bengals had the second easiest slate of opponent defenses that the offense faced all year long. And they only faced one top 10 defense all year. So I think the Bengals are going to struggle to face the step up in competition. The Rams defense is the bestie that they will have played all year. I also expect heavy dose of run game from both teams and maybe one or both offensive lines could struggle here. Got some injuries on the lines, some good pass rush. We also have two coaches who have been relatively conservative, who I think are going to try to protect these quarterbacks. I think things start slow. And I lean under 48 and a half. I know you like to play totals a little bit more than me. How are you thinking on the total, Raheem? As far as the
0: total, the over has hit in 10 and 16 games with a total under 50 since 1990. 13 of the last 18 Super Bowls with a total of 48 have gone under in the first half. The first quarter has been the highest score in total in only one of the last 24 Super Bowls. And I'm gonna be honest with you, If I'm playing the total, I'm playing it three different ways. I like the first quarter under nine and a half points. I think Super Bowls tend to start off a little bit slower than your average game. There's some nerves that kick in. One Super Bowl that kind of stands out as far as being like a high scoring right out the gate was the Eagles Patriots, but I don't think we're going to see that. I like the first quarter under. I like the first half under 24 and a half. And I'm going to be honest with you. I like this game to go over because I think it's going to heat up at some point. I think 48 is a little bit low. Um, I'm not going to play it
1: out the gate, but that's something I want to look towards live. The Action Network podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. And to celebrate the 2021 NFL season, BetMGM is offering a great sign up offer for our listeners a $1,000 risk free first bet. You just open an account at BetMGM and make your first deposit. Then, make your first bet. If that bet wins, the money is yours. And if your bet doesn't win, BetMGM will refund you in free bets up to $1,000. It's that simple. To get started, just click on the link in this episode description. BetMGM has been a great podcast partner, and they've got all the best features for NFL betting, like live betting and daily odds boosts. Plus, BetMGM is compatible with our BetSync technology, so when you place a wager at BetMGM, that bet can automatically be tracked in your Action App. So open an account today and make your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just click on the link in this episode description to get started. in Virginia. sync, not available in Nevada. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get back to the show.
2: All right, so Super Bowl MVP. I got the Rams. We know that the Super Bowl MVP comes from a winning team. In fact, I actually learned this last week that the media and the voters are told to vote for a player on the winning team. So no more losing team stuff. I need a Ram. And I'm not going with a favorite here. I don't like Matt Stafford to win this. I like Cooper Cup at 6-1 to odds. Cooper Cup has been a monster this year. He led the league in receiving yards and receptions and touchdowns. The Triple Crown, he had a touchdown in 14 of 20 games counting the postseason. In half of his games, he had 118 or more yards receiving, which is a crazy number. He had 92 or more yards all but two games. He just has been a stats monster. He's basically got a floor of almost 100 yards. He's likely to get into the end zone if we get some scores, going to catch a lot of passes. And we've seen the last few games, he's going to be the key guy on third downs. He's going to be a key guy in the red zone. He's just going to be the engine of this offense. And as much as the quarterback often gets the credit, Top has been the guy getting the credit all year. He's the guy that's going to probably win offensive player of the year. He's a guy that might even get some MVP votes when Stafford was the MVP guy earlier this season. And if you look at past MVPs too, 2018, Julian Edelman, 2004, Dion Branch. Kopp fits the, the mold of what those guys look like as just guys are going to get eight, nine, 10, maybe double digit catches, rack up yardage, move the ball, keep the chains moving. Maybe if Kopp has a really big game, Jerry Rice, 1988, 11 catches, 215 yards. Boy, if Cup does anything close to that, he is going to walk away with the MVP here. 6-1, to I think, is crazy odds. You've got the favorite as the Rams, and Cup, I think, is their best player offensively and is going to get a lot of attention. So he is my MVP pick. I might sprinkle a little bit on my favorite defensive player here to win it. And I think you've got a defensive player you like as well, but I like Von Miller here. Von Miller actually won Super Bowl MVP from the 2015 year. Two and a half sacks and two force fumbles in the big game. He didn't have a sack last week against the Niners, but he had a sack in six straight games before that for the Rams. We know that the Bengals' offensive line is not a big strength. I think they're going to have their hands full trying to block Aaron Donald, and that might leave Von Miller in some one-on-one pass coverage on the outside. He's the sort of guy that can kind of be quiet for a stretch, and then just two or three big plays totally change the tenor of a game come through, get the blitz. He's at 50 to one for Super Bowl MVP. So if there is going to be a defensive player here, I think he's the one that I would go with. Who is your Super Bowl MVP or him?
0: When it comes to the Super Bowl MVP, I like Joe Burrow plus 230, but that's boring. You don't want to play that. Like, I think if you're going to play that, you might as well play the Bengals. For me, I think the best value on the board lies with Von Miller. Von Miller is already dominated. A Super Bowl we saw what he did to Cam Newton and look 55% of the MVP winners have come from the quarterback position but we've seen 10 defensive players win MVP and I think he has a real shot they have a real impactful game here the Bengals their offensive line isn't the best last eight games Von Miller has had 40 pressures in six sacks Titans they Set Joe Burrow nine times. and Even though I don't see that happening in this matchup, I think at 40 to one, 50 to one, you got some good value on Von Miller to win the most valuable player award. I think you could hedge that with Joe Burrow because I do think Joe Burrow is going to get it done. But if you want your long shot pick, you got to go with Von Miller.
2: All right. Well, now that we have talked about the side and total and MVP that we like, let's just get quickly into our best bets here. I will start us off with just a simple one. I like the Bengals' first drive to end in a punt. Minus 115 on that one. And again, a lot of the same themes in my picks here. The Bengals face an easy slate of defenses this year. The Rams' defense is going to be a step up, and I think it's going to be an adjustment right away. I expect the Bengals' line to struggle right out of the gates. And the Bengals also, by DVOA, only the number 29 offense for the entire season. The Rams' defense, very strong in the first half. I expect the Bengals, especially with a young quarterback, rookie receiver, young conservative coach, I think that they go maybe even three and out, but I don't like them to get into scoring position early. So I like Bengals' first drive punt. What is your first bet?
0: Okay, one of my favorite props to play in the Super Bowl, and I think I play this every single year. Highest scoring half, second half is at minus 145. You can grab that, and it's a positive expected value wager. If you guys have been watching the NFL long enough, you already know that a lot of times these games, they start off slow. And in the second half, it takes on a life of its own. It's a shootout. We read you guys the stats earlier about how the first quarter has been the highest scoring quarter in just one of the last 24 Super Bowls. So by default, if teams are going to start off slow in the Super Bowl, they don't want to throw the game away early. That means that you get a conservative first half and then things Tend to pick up in the second half. So, highest scoring half, minus 145. And I have a prop that's actually correlated with that. Highest scoring quarter. We're going to go with the third quarter, plus 500. Look, historically, you look back at all the Super Bowls, the third quarter is the highest scoring quarter at around 11 and a half points per game. And I think at plus 500, you got a lot of value because, as I mentioned earlier, If one of these teams gets behind, second half, they're throwing. When you look at the Bengals defensively, they ranked 15th in yards per play allowed in the third quarter, and they've allowed 11 drives to reach inside of the 10-yard line. So the Rams, if they're behind, they're going to have an opportunity to catch up based on this Bengals defense. And then we all know Joe Burrow. They're throwing. If they're out of a game, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, they can throw their weight back into a game. So I liked a lot of points in this third quarter. And I also like the second half highest scoring total. Those props are correlated. One is the long shot at plus 500 highest scoring quarter, third quarter, and the second half minus 145. So either you're going to hit one of those or two of those.
2: All right. My second bet is kind of a carryover from my first one. And from a total earlier, I am only leaning on the under on the overall game but I'm betting the first half under. That is at 24.5. And again, it's the same thing. I'm expecting a slow start. The Bengals, we've talked about it the whole playoff run. They are very run heavy, especially on early downs. I think the Rams are going to run the ball a little bit more, try to protect that offensive line. And that chews up the clock and moves the game along. We've seen in a lot of these Super Bowls, it starts out slow. They're kind of feeling each other out. They're, they're new here. This is a new stage for the, both of these teams, for the Bengals especially. The Rams' defense has been excellent, especially in the first half. They're the number two defense by DVOA in the first half. They're number two against the run. Both coaches have been conservative. Coaches are settling for field goals a lot, so that's a good way to go under. I am not expecting fireworks early Maybe as we get going near the end of the second quarter and in the second half, we might get some points. So that's why I'd rather play the first half under 24 and a half. All right, my third pick is a money line pick, but it's it's a money line parlay. I like the Rams to get the double and win the first half and win the full game. You can get that one for plus 120. And to me, this is a sneaky way to play a Rams money line without having to drink that tough juice that you're going to get if you just play the whole game. You've seen the stat. You watch a Rams game, you always see it. If the Rams take the early lead, John McVay and the Rams are 45-1 and with a halftime lead. That one was the Week 18 game against the Niners. It stings. It's right there, but I think it's especially motivational, too. So I like the the Rams to set the tone, like the Bengals' offense to struggle a little bit early, So I think the Rams take the lead by halftime and then find a way to hold on late. I like the Rams in this game, and I don't want to come back there. If the Rams are going to win the game, I think they're just the better team. They establish that early and just control all throughout. So plus 120, I like that way to bet the Rams money line and just make sure that they have the lead at half as well.
0: I have to play this prop. Really, really love it. Joe Mixon over 27 and a half receiving yards. There's been a lot of talk about this vaunted Rams pass rush, Aaron Donald Vaughn Miller. And how do you beat a prolific pass rush? You throw a screen. So I think you're going to see a lot of dump balls to Joe Mixon. He should be able to get over 27 and a half yards. Next, will Joe Mixon score a touchdown? I'm going with yes. You can get that at even money. I think he finds his way into the end zone. They're inside the one. They're inside the five. We all know Zach Taylor's going to run the ball. So you got to roll with that. I got another prop I really, really like. We can go with Tyler Boyd. Over 37 and a half receiving yards. Look, this Rams defense, we all know that they can't guard the middle of the field. And you got Jalen Ramsey, who's going to be on Jamar Chase. So I think Tyler Boyd is going to be that security blanket along with Joe Mixon to be able to throw the ball. Look, Debo Samuel, he went off. And the NFC Championship game, Tyler Boyd is going to get a lot of targets in this game. So I really like the over 37 and a half yards. I also think you could find some value with playing his catch a total over and you could take that to the bank. All
2: right. Fourth one here for me is actually a handful of picks. We're going to get a little crazy, you know, for the Super Bowl. We don't always get some of these props otherwise, but I got to go special teams here. I think that this is about the kickers. So you look at the kickers on these teams and Matt Gay has had two or more field goals in 14 of 19 games this season. He's had nine field goal attempts in the playoffs. That's three per game. So he is routinely getting kicks up. The Rams are settling. We've been a little upset about that. Sean McVay is not quite as aggressive as we'd like. So I like the Rams to get some field goals. I definitely like the Bengals to score field goals we know the rookie Evan McPherson has been nails all playoffs in three games in the playoffs. He's four for four in field goals in every single game. He's four for four, then four for four again, then four for four in the AFC championship, three straight games. He's had seven straight games with multiple field goals. And in that stretch, 22 field goals. So more than three field goals per game. And again, we know these coaches are a bit conservative. They're settling for field goals. So I've got a whole string of props and ways you can play this. You know, if you follow us over at the Buckets podcast, that's our NBA podcast. Make sure to watch us there. Raheem and I are both on lots of NBA coverage going forward. We talk about escalator props. It's a chance where you can play a guy to go over something and then play a few alternate overs as well. So I like Evan McPherson to go over 1.5 field goals. That one is at minus 115. Remember, he's done that in seven straight games already. But you can also play McPherson to go over two and a half field goals. So just one more field goal at plus 210. And the one I really like, four more field goals for McPherson. Remember, he's done that all three playoff games is 10 to one odds. So I like the escalator prop. You put the bulk of your bet on the safest one there and then a little bit less as you go up there. But there's a few others here. You can also go total field goals. Over three and a half combined in the game is plus 120. I love that one. McPherson has had two or more in seven straight, and Gay has had two or more, 14 of 19. So that one looks good to me. Both teams, two field goals at plus 250. That's a similar sort of bet. We might not get it if only one of our guys gets one. So it's kind of a slight way of escalating the total field goals over. And then here's a crazy one for you, just in case... In case McPherson really does go four for four, he would set the all-time record for most field goals in the playoffs, breaking Adam Vinatieri. We know how great he is. And if the Bengals do win, I think it would be a close one. Maybe the kicker, the rookie, comes on the field and gets the game-winning field goal. The Bengals have five wins by a field goal or less. Evan McPherson is a 150 to one to win Super Bowl MVP. I know it's crazy. We've never had a kicker win it before. We have had a kicker win, regular season MVP. I might just nibble a little bit just in case the Rams offense gets shut down again and McPherson is the hero. So those are my ridiculous but fun kicker picks. All right, give us your fourth pick, Raheem. I'm
0: gonna go with Joe Burrow. We'll have more passing yards in which half? We're gonna go with the second half. That's minus 135. If I'm expecting more points in the second half, That means Joe Burrow is going to have to have more passing yards in the second half. Next up, total field goals by the Cincinnati Bengals. This is also correlated with those second-half props. We're going to go with field goals by the Bengals. First half over .5 field goals. I think you're going to get some field goals from the Bengals in the first half. We saw their drive stall out all through the playoffs, so we'll get a field goal there.
2: All right, for my last pick, I am going with a bit of a hedge here. Uh, It goes against my other picks here. But I think if the Bengals do win, I don't expect them to be able to run away and hide here. Maybe Matt Stafford gets that late pick six trying to play hero ball. But I think if the Bengals win, it's going to be a close, tight win. So I like, just as a little hedge, Bengals to win by one, two, or three points. You can play that at nine to one odds at BetMGM. So that's my hedge. The Bengals have played in a ton of one-score games already 12 one score games this season they've won by exactly a field goal five times already I think that there's a lot of scenarios if the Bengals do win where they win by a late drive in a tie game or maybe down a point or two and that rookie McPherson comes on for the field goal at nine to one that for me is a great hedge in case I'm wrong about a lot of the Rams stuff so I will just nibble a little bit on that one just to kind of round out my Super Bowl portfolio
0: I got to go with this one. Cooper Cup, over 105 and a half receiving yards. I think you can play this up to about 110. The way Cooper Cup is playing right now, they might have to steroid test this guy because nobody can stop this guy. Double coverage, it doesn't matter. he's getting open. He's looking at 10, 11, 12, 13 targets in every single one of these games. And one of the things that I've been speaking about all year is that this Bengals defense they're just a 14th and passing DVOA, and they've played just an average schedule of opposing offenses. So, when they do play opposing solid offenses, other teams are able to light them up. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals, they allow up 206 yards to Devontae Adams, 110 to Mike Williams, 142 yards to A.J. Brown. Cooper Cup is just, he's out here. I mean, he's getting over 105 yards. 13 times this season. So you got to play this one over. I know it's expensive, but I I, I love it. And so I think Cooper cup gets it done. And there you have it.
2: All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up here at the action network podcast. Don't forget to download the app. If you haven't, and please rate and review the podcast on Apple and Spotify, you know, that we've got you covered for everything you need here this week and everywhere at the action network. You can follow the feed here on the action network podcast we give you the full Super Bowl preview later this week. Follow us on Fantasy Flex Podcast. Get you ready for all the props and everything you need. Make sure to check out the favorites with, with Chad Millman and Simon Hunter. They have got you covered already a couple episodes last week and several more to come this week. For Raheem Palmer, I'm Brandon Anderson, and this has been the Action Network Podcast. We will see you at the Super Bowl.